previously on the Loyal Littles podcast. I suspected I was a camp counselor for a million years. Another thing I love about uh, Mr. Kornheiser. Yeah. But I suspected that I wanted to be a teacher, but I guess I thought I knew well enough to challenge the assumptions of an 18 year old. So I got a liberal arts degree. Like, yeah. that wasn't any better. Um, <laughs> hey, wait, that's what I got. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and look at us now. Yeah. Right. to the Loyal Littles Podcast. On the WTFC Podcast Network. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Chuck. Hey, Roxy and Chuck. <gasps> Simon. Hey, what? Simon's back. Holy That's cow. Right. Where have you been our whole life? Um, it's gosh. been like at least three months. Probably. At least. Yeah, I just haven't existed for those three months. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, we're, we're certainly glad you exist now. That's yeah. the important part. <laughs> now, really? We really? have to buy it. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. The Littles missed you. Absolutely. Aww. They've been writing in every day. Like, where's Where's the Brit? Where's the Brit? <laughs> we have to give another shout out to United Biscuits. Yes. The McVitie's, we saved them. Now, we had said we had opened one of the packs. Yeah, we got three packs. We opened one. But we so saved good. the regular ones. Is that what they're just... Well, I mean, McVitie's has a very wide product range. <laughs> you know. Let me um, pull these out. Hold on. <laughs> But I would say these are the ones that you've opened for me are classic biscuits. Yes. Classic. Yeah. Oh, that's so they're the called word. the original. They're called the original. Is that what it's that's what it says on the package? And then but well, original saw, digestives. Yes. Right? Digestives, yeah. Digestives, yes. Yeah. And then oh I see what you're saying. McVitie's makes all different kinds of products. All different oh. kinds of products. So gotcha. yeah, digestives, they sent you original digestives yeah. plus the the dark chocolate, which you should have seen his eyes light up when yes. you saw that. It happens he to was be like, one of my favorites. So <laughs> I mean, I still can't believe that they sent you. I mean, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, we. I just but showed them the letter. Sent you biscuits. Yes. From Philip Hetherington. Without being prompted, they With just were like, "Here are biscuits." Yeah, yeah we didn't ask. McVitie's have never sent me biscuits. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know. So. But Simon's got his tea. I've got my coffee. I've Rock got my got, coffee. We've and got our, our digestives. digestives. Yeah. We're very excited about that. So thank you once again to United Biscuit. That was really sweet. Another little plug for them. Yes. Head over to their website and get their McVitie's or whatever yeah. they have. They have. Oh, we'll yeah. have to go look. I, mean, I haven't been to their website. You ever had a Jaffa cake? No. A Jaffa cake? Oh, my gosh. Ooh. I have no idea what a Jaffa Do cake is. Do they make it on the Great British Baking Show? Uh, No. I, I mean, Jaffa cake is kind of a soft biscuit. It's like got a bit of orange, a bit of chocolate on top. It's Ooh. I have some uh, just across orange the street at home. Roxy. Wait, you do? Yeah, I should have <gasps> brought them. I, Roxy, I didn't know you had an established relationship with McVitie's. I well, we do now. You know, yeah. <laughs> I heard I heard your little slip there. Will, will it offend you if we all try to talk in a British accent? It's every day of my Sorry. life in America, so no, I won't bother me at all. Go to the naughty stool. People <laughs> okay, all right. On that note. <laughs> the naughty uh, entertainment center. I, I don't mean to start the podcast off <laughs> on a somber note. Oh, no. <laughs> Calm down. I'm sorry. No, but we did lose a legend. We and did. I wanted to just yeah. acknowledge that a couple days ago. R.I.P. Tina Turner. Yeah, mm -hmm. wow. And mm -hmm. I mean legend. Mm -hmm. Absolute legend. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to remember. I'd like us all to just remember the first time we really remembered her and who she was. And I remember mine, so I'm just going to go there first. I mean, I knew who she was. I knew her songs. Yeah. But I was too young to know all the Ike Turner stories and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't learn about that stuff till later in life. But... Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Do you remember that movie? No. Nope. Now, apparently, I think that was a sequel to... I mean, Mad to Max, yeah, I've right. heard. Oh, my gosh. The song she wrote for it, We Don't Need Another Hero, and it was the star vehicle of that movie, and yeah. I remember She being, wrote it for that movie. I think she wrote wow. it for that movie, and it was in that movie. It was on the soundtrack, and that's when I first knew who Tina Turner was, like, really knew who she was, and, man, she looked good in that movie. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. I was a teenage <laughs> boy, and she looked great in that movie. <laughs> So anyway, so Simon, what do you got? Do you remember my first Tina Turner? Yeah. I, I don't know if I have a first. Or your favorite? We but I mean, I mean, yeah, as performers, I'm sure she's literally been a her music has been something that we've all done multiple times. Multiple times. Yeah. My my group, the Mid Atlantic Men, selfish plug. Uh, we do, you know, but your website. The best. Do you have a website? We do have a website. Oh, what is and it? And you might notice some loyal littles on there. Oh, well, you two happen to be uh, <laughs> pretending that you loved the show. Um, what do you mean? We've seen it. We love yeah, it. Yeah, I know. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, they do a nice testimonial. Yeah, www.midatlanticmen.com. Excellent. But it's not about that. It's about Tina. And I mean, like, yes, yeah, so we do a cover of Simply the Best that then transitions into the full song. But I mean, just there's no one more iconic in terms yeah. of music writing. And yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Proud Mary. Well, yeah. Proud Mary. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. 
What about you, you, Roxy? New, different generation, Roxy. Do you know? Yeah, I mean, well, I know who she is. Obviously, I grew up dancing to a lot of her right, songs. That's what I, was thinking, um, yeah. I distinctly remember. This is gonna sound silly, but the first time I ever went to Madame Tussauds here in the city, and I saw her wax figure and James Brown's wax figure. They were together up on a stage. I don't know. I thought they did a really nice job there of making them look like who they were. And I don't know. That yeah. might be silly, but. So I, apparently she was sick for a while. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, in one sense, you're like, okay, thankful it wasn't like this overnight dramatic. You know, right. Like, but also like the however like long Diana, she had to. Right. Like however long her. she had to suffer. You know, that's, yeah. that's really tough, too. So yeah. hopefully she's at peace and yeah. isn't suffering anymore. Yep. So R.I.P. Tina Turner. So much stuff. I don't know. Should we just go into the announcements? I feel like that's going to take up half this episode. Well, let's oh just boy. get into it. Which is a good thing. Let's roll them Which all. Which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Simon, if you're available. This is all the... It's, they actually... I think it was Claire, episode one, who mm-hmm. typed this up. And it just says, Littles invade the DMV. Now, obviously, <laughs> we're talking about Jingle Fest. Let's give a soft plug for... Let, before we get into this, don't forget summeroflittles.com for Summer of Littles. Five. Five. Summer of Littles Five. That's in August. August 5th. August 5th. So we've got time for that. And then, of course, Lachiserie Night, which is September 5th. Yes. Okay. So we're going to throw those in there just as a reminder. But yes. this is what we're concentrating on now because... This is coming up quick. In about a, less than a month. Wow. I'm just realizing that. Less than a month. Littles invade the DMV. I'm going to go through this quickly, but we have stuff going on. I'm telling you, this eventually, Littles, this is going to turn into a week event. We're pretty much there already. On Wednesday, yes, Wednesday, June 21st, three days before the actual Jingle Fest event of what we all know as Jingle Fest, we have a Washington Nationals baseball game at Nationals Park. They're playing the Cardinals. It's at 4 p.m., June 21st. Ed Butt, episode 51, has purchased a block of tickets in section 307. To reserve your spot, contact Claire Natola at Cool Aunt Claire on Twitter. Okay. Thursday, June 22nd, 5 p.m., Littles hit rock bottom. That's, I love that. <laughs> They're going to be at the Rock Bottom Brewery, 7900 Norfolk Avenue in Bethesda, Maryland. That's just a hangout. So I guess that's a pre-pre-mingle yep. or a pre-mingle fest. So go get your bagels and then head on over to the brewery. Yeah, that's right. Bethesda. Very good, Roxy. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Friday, June 23rd, 10 a.m.-ish. <laughs> we're we're going to try to get to the bottom of that. Jingle Golf. Ooh. Pinecrest Golf Course in Alexandria, Virginia. Nine holes, scramble style, all skill levels encouraged. Reach out to your host, Shad from DC, at his email address is literally shadfromdc at gmail.com. If you'd like a chance to win the infamous safety hat of excellence. All right, then later that day, Friday, June 23rd, around 1 p.m., there is a post golf lunch at Settle Down Easy, 2822 Fallfax Drive, Falls Church, Virginia. I'm assuming that's near the golf course. Oh, isn't that where Mingle Fest was last year? Maybe. I have no idea. Join the Jingle Golfers for lunch and brews. It's probably right. Yeah. The social equivalent of lifting those weights to prepare for tonight's Mingle Fest. All littles welcome. Friday, June 23rd at 5 p.m. Mingle Mingle Fest. Fest. Recessions Bar and Grill, 1823 L Street, Northwest in D.C. They'll start at happy hour. From there, it's a two-block walk to the Palm where we can relive the first historic Mingle Fest. Then it's only a 15-minute walk or a 17-minute stumble back to the hotel. <laughs> just reading the... Reading just, what's there. Just reading the copy, Littles. All right, then, Saturday, June 24th, 7 p.m., Jingle Fest, The Crown and Crow, 1317 14th Street Northwest, the flagship event that brought it all together in the first place and started all this craziness. Enjoy your favorite jingles and the Victorian ambiance of this stylish pub. Now, that's the schedule. Yes. Now, you know what the easiest thing to do if you need to know what that is again? Go to our website. Go to our website. That's right. Go to the website. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know what it is. What is it, Rock? LoyalLittlesPod.com. LoyalLittlesPod.com. We have added a tab. We've added a tab at the top. Go to the top. It says Jingle Fest 2023. You can click there. It'll show this exact schedule that I just read. We have more important information coming up shortly, but also on that website page, Mm -hmm. there is a a box that you can just, it says click here. Make sure you do that to get your name tag, your Jingle Fest name tag. Very important. The lovely Dina and Damascus has graciously volunteered to create name tags for us for this Mm -hmm. event. I think she's going to pass probably at Mingle Fest, I would think. That's what I think they did last year. Or maybe not. Maybe she waited till Jingle Fest. Doesn't matter. Get your name tag. It's great. So go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Go to the tab at the top, Jingle Fest 2023, for all this information and to click that 
box. It'll take you right to the link to fill out the form so she can have your name tag ready for you. It's really important. Now, where are the little staying? Who knows, right? We know. Hotel Xenia. Xena. Xena? I think Xena. Hotel. Yeah, I guess like it's the warrior Zena. princess. Yeah, oh. apparently. Well, although it's spelled with a Z. Zena oh, right. with an X, X. The warrior princess. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, yeah. the N in this logo is much wider. It looks like a sideways Z, which is interesting. Oh, but anyway, yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Anyway, it's in Washington, D.C., 1155 14th Street Northwest. Now, listen very carefully. Call 202-737-1200 and use the code the littles. It's the littles. Questions, contact Heather Garcia at Heather Garcia 11 or contact Cool Aunt Claire at Cool Aunt Claire. Both of those are on Twitter, I assume. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you have any questions, just go to our website. That's the easiest way so you can get to that link and book your hotel reservations. I believe we have a group rate. Yep. And it's pretty good for this hotel. And actually, we just heard this morning from Neville. Yes, that Neville. And he says, what do we say? Zena? Zena? Zena. Zena. Why isn't it Z-I-N-A then? Anyway, he says <laughs> Hotel Zena, right? Sure. Oh, you don't know either? I'm assuming it's Zena. Oh, okay. Could be Zena. Okay. Yeah. Could be. All right. Anyway, he says Hotel Zena is a swanky boutique joint with a rooftop pool area that rocks. I'm yes. impressed. Wow. Bring your swimsuits, everyone. And you know it's swanky because if you can't pronounce it, it's right. going to be swanky. It's got to be yeah. swanky if you can't. <laughs> Yeah, and then the most important thing is they ask, don't forget to tag all your social media posts with hashtag JingleFest. That's a lot of info. Make sure, like we said, the best place to go is just go to our website, yep. loyallittlespod.com. There's yep. a tab at the top. All this will be there. And There's also information on TK Little Smart and Funny group on Facebook. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With all different chats of how people are traveling, things yeah, like that. Uh, so what do you check call that those out. polls? Yep. They've listed polls so they know. Mm-hmm. So people can carpool if necessary, yep. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Now, after all this, you must are you seem coming, overwhelmed, Simon? Simon. Are you coming? Oh, I mean. I'm Sid might be coming. Wow. 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 Pressure's on. You know. I know I, Ritz is trying to get down there, too. Yeah. No pressure, though. No, no pressure. I mean, it's a long way to go. Yeah, it is. You know? It's a long way. Well, if you're around. Hopefully, you'll be out performing somewhere on a cruise ship. But, but if right. not. pretty fun. I mean, that's a lot of It's very fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. It's going to be a great week. It's very I can't fun. believe I'm saying week. Do you have Half to be week. good at golf to do the golf? Mm-hmm. No, no. It says Probably all. Probably not. Yeah, no, no. Brilliant. Nope. Brilliant. Absolutely not. Just move it forward. Keep it going yeah, forward. Yeah, just keep it going exactly. forward. Yeah. And it is scramble style, and I believe that means you take best ball. Oh, okay. I think that's what that means. Oh, okay. Great. I love that version. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, we have so much more to get into with Simon. It's been forever. Yes. But we're going to take a quick break because we have a great Meet the Littles guest. So let's just get into it. We'll be right back with Meet the Littles. Hey, this is Ben Carton from Baltimore, and you're listening to the best podcast ever, the Loyal Littles podcast on the WTSC Podcast Network. played in this episode by an artist named Mark Thacker, and this song is called Gliding By. Now, if you like what you hear, the best place to find all Mark's stuff is on his website, which is markthacker.wix.com. That's M-A-R-K-T-H-A-C-K-E-R. Or you can email him at markthacker at yahoo.com. He's also on Facebook and has his own YouTube channel. Just head on over there and search Mark Thacker. But the most important thing is, as always, we will play the full song, Gliding By, at the end of the podcast. Brush me off like an old horse fly Don't give me no reason, but still I try I'll be there nipping at your heels I'll be there with a love that's real I'll be there, honey, even though you've done me wrong all you loyal littles, it's now time to meet the littles. Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. How much fun is this going to be? I'm excited. We've already been talking off air, and uh, this guy. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Please yeah. welcome to the podcast, Mike Todd. No, not that Mike Todd. This Mike Todd. How's it going, Mike? Hi, Chuck and Roxy. How you guys doing? Good. We're fantastic. He's in such a good mood. I know. Should, I love it. I think it's because it's at nighttime. 
Full disclosure, Littles. We're at night here. always, I think, a little bit more peppy. Mike, full disclosure, have you had a beverage? As a matter of fact, I have a beverage in front of me uh, right now. Ah, see, that's what we're missing, Roxy. Should we go uh, get a beverage? We should maybe go get beverages. We do beverages. have gummy bears in front of us. We do have Albany's gummy bears right on the table here. Yep. But, Mike, you know what we do. We're going to turn it over to you. Just keep talking. We might go get a beer or something. <laughs> and But while you're doing that, introduce yourself to all the loyal Littles out there. All right, Littles. Well, my name is Mike Todd, and I was born in Dover, Ohio, and I grew up in a small town called Piedmont, Ohio. I went to Union Local High School in Morristown, Ohio, graduated in 1987, and went to the Ohio University. Yes, that's right. The other university didn't have it first. We did. It says so on my diploma, the Ohio <laughs> University. <laughs> uh, graduated from there with a degree in communications and met the woman to whom I am now related to by marriage for the past 33 years, and we moved to Columbus, where I have lived ever since, and I do a bunch of different things. My main job is my wife and I run two Dairy Queens in the <gasps> Columbus, Ohio area. And, Shut the front uh, door. No, no, no. I, that door is wide open because I want to keep selling ice cream. <laughs> so we've been we've been in the dairy. Well, my wife's family's been in the Dairy Queen business for over forty years, and I've been in it for twenty five years. And then we have a couple other business on the side, a little bit of real estate here and there. But my part-time job, which I call my fun job, is I am the in-arena host for the Columbus Blue Jackets of the National Hockey League. Wow. And I've been doing that for 20 years. And it's the person, whenever you go to a sporting event, it's the person who's out with the fans. They're doing contests. They're asking trivia. They're doing things like that. So I've been doing that for the past 20 years. And I've been working also with the NHL, going to a bunch of all-star games and doing what I'm sure uh, Mike Wilbon would absolutely love. And that's working with the NHL mascots, because we know how much <laughs> Wilbon loves mascots. And I think most of them are from the teams that are on the I-95 corridor. Uh -huh. But I've been doing that for a little while. So that's a lot of fun. My wife and I have three kids. Uh, one is a college coach. One is a college athlete. And the other is a world-class equestrian. So, you know, I've just got got all kinds of plates spinning in our lives. And it's an absolute honor to be on here with you guys. And fire away. What questions do you have? What else can I say? All right. Well, I'm just laughing. Wow, because that's amazing. Here's the thing, Little. He did not fill out a form No, that so was the form. I, we just got the form I was now. a little worried. <laughs> For like a tenth of a second. Yeah. But then when I was like, okay, it's Mike Todd, not that Mike Todd. I know there's that fun connection with the show and all that. So I wasn't that worried. <laughs> but basically, you've given us nothing to talk about. So I don't know. I mean, we should just go to the fun, dumb questions, Roxy. <laughs> okay, uh, that's fine. All right. No. Okay, let's go back. First of all, sir, I don't know how old you are. I don't need to know how old you are. But when we first, this is the beauty part, Littles. Now, this is someone we have not met yet. Yep. First of all, another right. one from Ohio. Yes. How many freaking, they're everywhere in Ohio. We've, I, I think that's like the state Ohio, we've had the most. Ohio is the well, place. That, it can't be. It's got to be the DMV area. But outside of the DMV. Ohio is the place for Littles and theater. Yes. It's crazy. It, it is. In it a good is, way. It is. It's amazing because, especially at Blue Jackets games, out of the clear blue sky, I'll hear, La Cheeserie, and I'll turn around and there'll be a new little who's also a hockey fan. I'm friends with Carla Corrado sure. and Meredith Bootsy, mm -hmm. not Buzzy. It's pronounced <laughs> nope. Bootsy. And so, uh, but yeah, it's an absolute joy to just out of nowhere run into a little in Ohio. And we're at Jeff Svoboda, who is one of the main writers for the Columbus Blue Jackets himself. He is a huge, huge little and so, yeah, there's, well, there's, I don't there's know if tons of everywhere. Huge, because he doesn't oh, have a Chuck and Roxy number that I'm aware of, right? right? Well, you know what? We need to change that because <laughs> if, if anyone's a good interview, it's Jeff Svoboda, that's for sure. Okay. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah. what I was going with, I got to be honest, so Littles, we have no idea who this person is. But as soon as we get on the phone, I'm like, oh, this is a young guy. He's probably in his 20s, <laughs> 30s, tops. Uh -huh. You know, he, yeah. I don't know. You kind of sounded like maybe a college kid, just out of college, just starting out. Oh, Married you, 33 Chuck. years. Wow. It's a miracle. I don't know how she puts up with me. <laughs> we call them tiny, sir. Yeah. That's what we call them. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I kind of want to save the one thing because I know Roxy's going to go off the deep end. And it's a shame Sid's not here either. I know. Uh, because, yeah, let's, let's tease we'll it. We'll save let's, that. Let's, mm -hmm. let's save that. Okay. So kind of threw in real estate there. Yep. We've had rental properties for a while. 
and just started off as kind of a whim. He said, you know, well, we'll start with one and see what happens, you know, and now we're up to enough to drive us crazy. Yeah. It is not for the faint of heart. Let me tell you that. But yeah, we just got a diversified portfolio. We do a little bit of everything and allegedly it keeps us out of trouble and in a lot of debt. Right. <laughs> now, how did the, it's called in arena host. Is that in house? Yes. Okay. Yeah. How did that so what come started, about? So, uh, rewind a little bit back in college at OU. I worked in college radio and then I also worked on a commercial radio station. Shout out to power one Oh five in Athens, Ohio. I worked there for a while and then also started DJing weddings and, and corporate events and things like that on the side. And then a friend of mine recommended, she goes, Hey, I just saw on the website, they're looking for this person to host contests and stuff with the fans. You ought to try out for it. And me and about 15 other people auditioned for it. And I got the gig and 20 years later, they haven't kicked me out yet. Wow. It's so interesting. I'd never would have yeah, to, to even try out. Yeah. yeah, Chuck, you'd be good at that. Yeah. Well, I remember when you we went to the, we went to La Cheeserie night. That guy was good. Yeah. It, well, I mean, Jason did some of it. Right. Jason, right. Jason Smurl does everything up there for I the know. Syracuse Mets. I mean, he's all over the place, but the guy that hosted the gummy bear eating contest, that wasn't Jason. That was that other guy. Right. I don't remember his okay. name. I apologize, but <laughs> no, he was really good. I think he cheated for us though. I do. I think, yeah. I There's think. nothing wrong with that. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with cheating to make sure that the contestant wins. We always want people to win. We want them to come away. Well, no, no, no. Feeling. It was actually, this is the bad part. It was a competition between these two teenage girls and Yeah, us. but they don't know Calvert uh, Woodley. We do. Yeah, so and the course. prizes were all Calvert Woodley yeah, prizes. Yeah, we were the ones that needed now to Now I understand. Yeah, now but I, I also think... But we did think, really well. But it was also one of these contests where it was kind of hard to keep track. It was so quick, and people are throwing gummy bears in the air, and you have to catch them, and I... I could see where one could lose count. Yeah. But I kind of felt like they were doing much better than we were. Uh, I don't know. I think they were struggling a little bit. We were struggling too. So it's a toss up. Yeah. But again, they don't know Calvert Woodley and they were probably too young to own wine glasses. (laughs) So (laughs) what were the prizes? They were wine glasses from Calvert. Woodley. Yeah. Yeah. I think a t-shirt. Yeah. There was Um, all Calvert because, you know, that was the theme. They sponsored. For La Cheeserie Night. It was all themed stuff. Yeah. So yeah. I have I have a hat from La Cheeserie, and the funny story is I went on their website to see if they had hats because I it's an unhealthy obsession that I have is I have too many hats. Mm-hmm. But a friend of mine lived in D.C. and I was like, "Do you live close to La Cheeserie, Calvert Woodley?" And he's like, "Oh, Calvert Woodley, yeah, I live right down the street." Yeah, and he's coming to visit me like in a couple of weeks. So I was like, "I'm gonna Venmo you some money <laughs> so that you can get me a La Cheeserie hat." Uh-huh. Nice and. I tell you what, I've worn that thing more times than I care to admit working in the Dairy Queen. Yeah. And pe- people are just confused. They're like, well, what is that? What is that? Do you sell cheese here? And I'm like, well, it's, <laughs> you know what? La Cheeserie, have a nice day. Yeah, right. Um, exactly. but, so that's funny. But yeah, I mean, as an in-arena host, and the thing is, there's, there's so many. I mean, you go to just about any sporting event, you're going to have someone who does that. And you're basically a facilitator of fun. You're there to help yeah. enhance the experience, yeah. but not overpower it. That's the goal. Right. But it's so rewarding, and it's given me more opportunities than I'd ever imagined. Yeah. And it, it's just been a, an absolute blast to do it for a great organization like the Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. Yeah. No, that's great. All right, so now let's get topic at hand here. How'd you become a little? I remember listening to Tony's radio show when he was on ESPN, when like you know the Duke was on there and all that. <laughs> I would always remember because Tony would always interrupt the Duke when he was reading the news. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, it's kind of annoying, but it's kind of funny. But I just I liked Tony's sensibility. He was always honest. He was always himself. He wasn't trying to be something that he wasn't. And so I just always enjoyed that. Uh, I never read any of his books, which I need to kick myself. What I ought to do is just I think I'm sure they're out on audio but I never downloaded or, or read any of the books. And then when he left radio, I was sad. I was like, oh, no. And I, without people, I said, well, you know, what do you like about the show? I'm like, it's a sports show with not so much sports in it. But I always liked the people that he had on, the people that he talked to. And then when the podcast came along, you know, it just became audio comfort food for me mm-hmm. because of everything that goes on with the show. And, you know, all the little, you know, I don't need to explain that. Everyone understands that. But yeah, I mean, I've been there since his ESPN radio days. Okay, so now let's get into your fandom. So I'm assuming it's, I could be wrong, but I'm going to... Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guessing where you have to lean hockey-wise, or not. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> what else you got? So, you know, I was obviously a Columbus Blue Jackets fan, but before that, growing up, I was an Edmonton Oilers fan. But once the Columbus team came along, it was nice to have a hometown team. Mm-hmm. I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, lifelong Cleveland Cavaliers fan. And lifelong Cleveland 
Guardians fan, and I am a Tampa Bay Buccaneers football fan. Wow. Is that because of Tom Brady? <laughs> it is not. Uh, when the Browns moved to wow. Baltimore in 1995, I washed my hands of them. I was like, you know what? I'm done because I didn't think they were ever coming back. Right. Uh, so I said, I'm going to pick another team, and I've got some family who lives down on the Gulf Coast of Florida. I was like, okay. you know what? I'm just going to go with the Buccaneers. They have orange in their uniform, and I've never regretted it one bit because I love the Buccaneers. I'm, I'm a huge NFL fan. As far as other sports goes, I'm a huge lacrosse fan. Um, my son is a head lacrosse coach at Wilmington College in Ohio. Wow. Hmm. My youngest daughter plays college lacrosse for Capital University. I would say lacrosse and hockey and equestrian sports are, you know, three of my favorites. My oldest daughter has competed at all levels and she really enjoys it. She does very, very well. So we are a huge sports family. Nice. Wow. That's, that's great. so cool. All right. It's time. We're going to rip the bandaid off, but we're going to take a break Uh-oh. first. Okay. Roxy's sitting here. Well, it's funny. Roxy gave me a look too when you were talking about your hats because Chuck here has a ton of hats too. Yeah. And she's like, it's way too many hats. But Never too many hats. Never too many hats. We'll talk about that off That's air. how I feel about shoes. <laughs> so there thank you, you. Yeah. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. We'll be right back with... Meet the Littles. Yay! This is the Loyal Littles Podcast with Chuck and Ross. Welcome back to the Lloyd Littles Podcast. And Roxy. Yeah, Chuck. How much fun is this? Roxy's so anxious right now. Is it time? Is it time? Almost. We want to give a quick shout out because, you know, (laughs) off air he asked us, he wasn't sure if Carla Corrado and Meredith Bootsy had been on the podcast. And they definitely have a Chuck and Roxy number. Carla Corrado, 120. Yep. Meredith Bootsy, 160. Yep. So you got to look those up. So they're in the uh, top 20. Good to know. Yes. Good numbers, too. (laughs) Very good numbers. Yeah, we're now having people write in about numbers, and they're so jealous about one, two, three. Yeah. I forget who that is, and they were like, I hope that person knows how much that number should mean to that person. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) it's really great. All right, so it's time. Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Here we go. All right, all right. Two Dairy Queens, not one, two Dairy Queens in the Columbus, Ohio. But then you threw in there that your wife's family has been in the business in Dairy Queen for, like, years. 1979 is when they bought their first Dairy Queen. My wife and I got married in 1990, and then I joined the family business. I became a made man in 1998, and I started running one of the, their two stores. And then just, you know, as time passed, and the, you know, the, uh, my wife's family wanted to spend a little more time going on vacation, do other things. You know, we kind of, you know, moved in to help out more and more. And so myself and the woman to whom I'm related by marriage and the, my wife's family to whom I'm related by marriage, you know, we've been in the Dairy Queen business for a long time, and uh, it's not for the faint of heart, but I'm glad that I've done it because it has taught me so much, and it's an unbelievable experience to, <laughs> to be able to run your own business and have all that ice cream at your command. It's amazing. Right. Well, we have questions. All right. First of all, Roxy grew up with one quarter mm-hmm. of a mile from your house. Like maybe a five-minute walk, but yeah. not even. I mean, it is a little bit uphill, so yeah. – Walk out of my house. We got to burn some of those calories that you're right. Yes, exactly. walk out of the driveway, turn left, turn right, walk a little ways. I love that she doesn't ways, even realize how this is relating to the TV walk show. Walk like exactly two, three blocks, and you're there. Turn left, and it, you're right there. You're right it's, there. Oh. so it's great. What now, was your, what was your favorite thing to get, Roxy, okay. when you were young? What was your favorite thing? Okay, to get so growing up, my brother and I would always get the. They were called Mister Misties, and I believe I would get Cherry. And then I also loved, they don't do what that anymore, that? I don't What's think. They were basically slushies. Oh, it's a slushie. It's yeah. a slushie, which, but, which we still have. We still oh, have. you do? Okay, cool. Oh, yes. I also liked vanilla ice cream with cherry dip. But honestly, mm-hmm. my favorite things are either I'll get a Oreo Blizzard or an M&M Blizzard. Oreo Blizzard is probably one of the three most popular blizzards at the Dairy Queen. Yeah. What are the other two? What are the other two? I'm going to say cookie dough. Yes. Because that's mm. what I get. Snickers? Nope. That's what my mom no. likes. No, I'm going to say, no. you're going to make me say it. Reese's? <laughs> Reese's. Reese's Pops. I knew it. Reese's. I, like, <laughs> I, I will tell you, my mom's Reese's favorite pieces. is my mom's favorite is the Snickers Blizzard. My dad, growing up, he used to, I think he gets something with like the- mint chocolate chip? Mint, yeah, he likes mint chocolate chip, but I think there's one with like a brownie in it. Well, your dad listens, there's, so he'll um, write in. He'll, he'll write in. Know. He'll definitely there's let us mint, know. Mint chocolate chip and mint Oreo and mint M&M. 
those are the trifecta of the mint blizzards right there. Now, but I remember going there and because at the back in the day he would say, "I want hot fudge sundae, no whipped cream, no nuts." Yep. And I said, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> no whipped cream, no nuts, which bums us out because we tried upsell you and charge you extra for that whipped yeah, cream. Yeah, right. right. Exactly. See, right. He knows. He knows. He's an accountant. He knows. <laughs> yeah, he knows. <laughs> All right. Th- those hats aren't going to buy themselves. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So I have some news. That I think Roxy knows, but I'm sure the littles don't. I grew up working at a makeshift Dairy Queen. It's You've seen the movie Coming to America, I assume? Oh, yes. Okay, so there's McDonald's, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. This was basically the same thing. Not the name-wise, but it was called Treats Eatery, Mm -hmm. okay? And it was basically a a Dairy Queen. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. It was uh, not the name brand, the the generic brand. Yeah, right. (laughs) There you go. But my nemesis was the shake machine. It was right around from where the grill was, and I would be doing, I was like the cook, Mm -hmm. and oh my, I would just reach over with my coffee mug and just, I'd fill that sucker like 20 times while I'm working a shift. That brings me to a question, actually, Chuck. Mike, are the Dairy Queens that you own, are they restaurants you can sit in them, or are they like the... The concept they use these days, I believe, is called grill and chill. So, yeah, we are a full-service restaurant. We're open year-round because the people I owe money to are open year-round. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I, have, I, I also have to stay open. Okay, um, cool. But, yeah, no, we're, we are we have two full-service restaurants and, uh, and yeah, everything. You know, the, the hot food and the cool treats. We got hot eats and cool treats, as we used to say. Nice. Okay. Now. Okay, cool, because my Dairy Queen, you just walk up to the windows. There's two windows. Uh, Usually only one walk. is operating, but when it gets, like, peak summer. And they, yeah, they're only open for the season. So yeah. I have two quick questions. One is, yes. there is such a thing as cotton candy dip, right? There was a cotton candy dip that we used to have. The big thing we have this year is the churro flavored dip, which is really, really good. Whoa. And then the uh, it got discontinued, but we do have a cotton candy blizzard still. Whoa. Wait. What? Okay. I don't know if they have they had a, the dip in the one in Connecticut last yeah, year. But yeah. I don't think they had the, the blizzard. Hmm. No, I don't think we have, we have not had the cotton candy dip. And the thing is, some stores may still have some. Yeah. You know, they may have. And maybe that's why we don't sell anymore because the one that you go to bought up all the cotton candy. Oh, maybe. maybe. No that's, that's, I'm sure that's it. No. So, but no, we have a cotton candy blizzard and it's really, really popular with the young and the young at heart. They, yeah. they really like it. And it's, it's, if you've never tried it, I, I strongly recommend giving it a try because it's pretty good. Okay. okay. Well, I just got a gift card for you my did. birthday. You did. There uh, you go. Dairy Queen. Happy belated. Now, Happy belated. Thank you. The problem is we don't have a Dairy Queen in New York anymore. <laughs> We have to go what? to Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Or Connecticut. Yeah. So we have a friend who's uh, third wheel, Sid. Yep. Sydney. Yep. She uh, yep. literally takes her car to Jersey to go to Dairy Queen. <laughs> like, like only nice. to Dairy Queen. And then when I remind her about the bridge toll, she's like, yeah, you don't think it's about worth that. It. You, don't, you just don't think about it. So <laughs> It's worth it. It's worth it. <laughs> now, the big question, and I need an Uh-oh. honest answer. No lies. Okay. okay? No lies. Because no there lies. won't be any judgment here. Okay. Of course not. Of course but not. But I need to know. Have you ever turned the blizzard over and had it fall out? Yes. Oh. Really? And it was, I think it's when we first started doing it. And the problem is there are certain blizzards that when you mix them, you have to make sure that the amount of toppings you're putting in doesn't make the ice cream a little more liquefied. So if you put in too much hot fudge into a blizzard, the ice cream will melt and it'll be and i think the one that we did was a banana split blizzard Ah. which is tough because you put in bananas then you put in strawberry you put in pineapple you put in chocolate syrup and if you put in the wrong ratio of toppings it's more like a shake and we had that happen one time and we laughed about it said well oh well i guess we'll have to uh we'll have to remake that for you and the funny thing was the customer was really cool about it but that was the one time we turned it over and it fell out well so there is a science to it yeah, there is sure. a science to it. It's it's got to be quick. It's you know centrifugal force or whatever you know all that. Yeah. All that. Well, also because if it gets that, uh, melty, then it, that. Well, does, sure. Yeah. Isn't the thing that they get it free then? Before the pandemic, everybody did. You know, you have to turn it upside down uh-huh. or it's free. And actually, what my stores right now, we don't like to turn things upside down. We like to put the lid on it and give it to the customer. Gotcha. Just for food safety yep. and yep. sanitation reasons and things like that. So like you know what you know that's. It's a cute trick, and if someone would ask us, you know, hey, I want you to turn my blizzard upside down, you know, I'd take the load off and turn it upside down, but gotcha. you know, most of our, as, as we call them, our fans, you know, our fans are very cool with it. So yeah, no although, right. Yeah. Well, because that was my nemesis, okay? <laughs> the dipping of the cone. 
And uh, I was literally, now I'm aging myself, but this is pre when they had like minimum, well, they, there was, of course, there was a minimum wage, but I think it was like $3.25. Sure. And this, I almost said mofo, this guy, <laughs> my boss, no, no, there was a cup next to the dips. And every right. time you dropped one in, you had to put a dime in the cup. Uh, right? Like we're making three twenty five an hour, man. Yeah. Here's what we do. If this happens, and it happens on occasion, the ice cream's too soft, you dip it in the thing and you pull it out and it falls back yeah. in. We get a stainless steel ladle uh-huh. and we pull the cone with the dip out. We put it in a cup yeah. and then we put it in the freezer. And then we have people who make Dairy Queen cakes for us and they will take that mistake uh, or whatever it is yep. and they will repurpose it into the most amazing creative Dairy Queen cake. And so we do our best to control the controllables and control always. Well, I don't know what's worse. That's a nice boss. I don't know, because what we did was we ate it. Like, Uh. (laughs) (laughs) no, well, I will say most people just said, just put it in a cup. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You get a spoon, you put it in a cup. And because actually they end up getting more chocolate sauce in there. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And then they were just fine eating it with a spoon. They were really nice. I mean, some people were jerks about it. And then the guy would (laughs) run over. He's like, you put a dime in the cup. You put a dime in the cup. Oh my god. You put a dime in the cup. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> anyway, all right. Well, Mike, unfortunately, we're almost out of time here. Uh, oh, no, no. <laughs> I know, right? Well, don't worry. We still got fun, dumb questions to ask you. We hope that's okay. Woo! Let's do it. All right. Okay. Well, I have to ask, what is your favorite Dairy Queen oh. ice cream? Okay, that's not fun or dumb. That's a good that's podcast interview question, Roxy. Sure, but it, we're segueing. It's fine. Okay. All right. My favorite is the peanut butter cup. I love the peanut butter cup. And and what I'll do is I'll put a little bit of extra peanut butter sauce in with it and mix it up. And then I'll put a little whipped cream on top to treat myself extra. So, yeah, the peanut butter cup is my all-time favorite. Cool. All right. Excellent. All right. Let's get to fun and dumb. If someone made a movie of your life, would it be a drama, a comedy, a romantic comedy, action film, science fiction, horror, documentary, or a mockumentary? I think a mockumentary. Oh, really? You like those? The mockumentary, I'm a big fan, and I know, uh, I think Larry Marshall talked about it, the Christopher Guest yeah. movies, the, the mockumentaries, Best in Show, et cetera, et cetera. Now, and you have seen Guffman, right? I have seen Guffman, Okay, yes. so Parker Posey worked at Dairy Queen, Parker right? Posey worked at the Dairy Queen, Yeah, yes. right, right. Well, I was going to say, I could see a mockumentary about a Dairy Queen, specifically. Oh, yeah. You know, I think that would be funny. You got the hardcore boss that makes you put the dime in the cup every time you drop the, <laughs> the ice cream. You got the one person that's just there on their phone all day because they don't care about the job. You got the other person who's like the Dwight Schrute yes. of the office, you know, like that takes it so seriously because he wants to be manager someday. And I think we need to get Greg Garcia on the phone. Yeah, right. Got to get him on the podcast first. Yeah, right. Can't even do that. Are you kidding Come me? Come on, Greg. Get on the show. Greg. I know, right? <laughs> no, he'll always be episode zero to us. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Roxy, what's next? All right. If you could live in any TV or movie home, what would it be? I would live in the house that Magnum P.I. stayed in on the, the original show. I'm in Hawaii. I'm on the beach. I've got the Ferrari. Um, no, wait a minute. We didn't say anything about the car. <laughs> you get the house. It comes with the house. Oh, I just get the house. I mean, if it comes with the house, you know, even if it doesn't come with the house, I'll just sit out and I'll watch the ocean. No, I you know, say. people yeah, forget yeah. that all the time. They f- it's about the location, too. It's yeah. not just, yeah. No, I agree. Or, okay, or if not that, Sonny Crockett's boat on Miami Vice. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. Okay. All right. If you hosted Saturday Night Live, who would you want to introduce as your musical guest? All right. I would want Tommy Stinson and Paul Westerberg and Chris Mars to reunite as the replacements. Oh, okay. Cool. Good one. If you could be an Olympic athlete, in what sport would you compete? Basketball. Wow. Okay. That was big dramatic pause. Is there a reason? If it's a summer Olympic sport, I'm going to say basketball. Okay. If it's a winter Olympic sport, I'm going to say hockey. Okay. okay. I see. Yep. Gotcha. No, cool. Pretty... All right. If you could squirt any condiment from your finger, what would it be? Hot sauce. Oh, that's Roxy's. That's mine. But not because she likes hot sauce. She hates, she's never had, you never eat hot sauce. I've used it when I'm cooking. She wants but... to be like Spider-Man and be able to be like, psh, 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 yeah, like if yeah, someone see, tries exactly. to attack see. me, I can disarm them with and my squirt, hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce in their but, eyes. Uh, so see, that's kind of, that's twofold for me because I love hot sauce. But once again, if someone attacks me, I can squirt them with hot sauce. Yes. And I think, Roxy, what we should be able to do is we should be able to have a setting on our hot sauce web shooter Ooh. that, you know, we can, whatever the intensity is, if we want mild sauce to eat or if we want, uh, like, the hab- yes. habanero ghost pepper setting. Yes. And then we just totally debilitate our foes. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Done. All right. <laughs> What's next? Oh, I love it. Okay. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Finland. Ooh. I went to Finland with the Columbus Blue Jackets this past November. They had a couple of games over there, and I fell in love with the country. Mm. I absolutely loved it. The people were amazing. The food was amazing, and I, I truly want to go back. Nice. Okay. If you haven't noticed the theme yet, you're about to. Uh-oh. But I'm genuinely curious because of the Dairy Queen thing, because I can't remember, because I haven't been to a Dairy Queen in a long time that had food or that I've gotten food from. Mm-hmm. What is okay. your favorite French fry shape? And also, what is Dairy Queen? How do, what is their shape? All right. So my favorite French fry shape is probably just the classic fry shape. Okay. Um, but are we talking because... steak fries? Are we talking McDonald's? Are we talking what? I would probably say I love Five Guys mm. French fries. Okay, those mm. are really good because they're like the shoestring, right? Uh, they're the shoestring, but I, there's I don't know what magic they put in those bad boys. <laughs> you know, of course I'll put in a plug for Dairy Queen French fries. They go toe to toe with some of the other competitors, but yeah, just the curly fries are fun depending on the seasoning. But if I'm going with strictly with shape, I'm going with the classic shoestring. Steak fries are good too, but yeah, I'm, I'm going with the classic shoestring shape. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. We've got a new one. If you can invite two TV characters to your next birthday party, who are you choosing and why? I'm probably going to go with Saul Goodman. And then the other one would be uh, Grogu from The Mandalorian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. We we didn't finish that yet. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Roxy, let's end with some uh, rapid fire. Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Now, is that contractually through Dairy Queen? Yes. Damn it. Well, no, here's the thing. So Warren Buffett, who owns Berkshire Hathaway, also has a big stake in Dairy Queen and also has a big stake in Coke. But when we remodeled and rebuilt one of our Dairy Queens, Coke was huge in helping us. I don't drink like Coke proper. I love Diet Coke or Coke Zero. Yeah, Yeah, Coke every time. Okay. Gotcha. Smooth or crunchy peanut butter? Smooth. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Single sink or double sink? Double sink. Uranus jokes, not funny or never not funny? Never not funny. <laughs> Love it. Three words, whole sentence. Love it. All right, Mike, we can't thank you enough for coming on to Meet the Littles. We really appreciate it. Take a second, plug everything, and let everyone know how they get in touch with you if you want to be gotten in touch with. You can follow me on Twitter at MikeTodd614, and then I'm also on Facebook uh, and Instagram. Uh, Instagram is also at Mike Todd 614 And guys, if I could just do a real quick plug for my friend Andrea Stoner Underwood. She is looking for a kidney transplant. And Littles, if you go to, if you're on Facebook and you go to Andrea's Kidney Journey, just look that up. I've got a friend who's in need of a kidney transplant. So if there's anybody out there who knows anything about that or can get in connection with someone that could help out, uh, we would truly, truly appreciate it. That's a, the greatest way to use a plug, I think, Roxy. I right? think so. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. And as an homage to the big show, Mike, we'll get you out of here on this. Over or under? Over. Always over. Okay. And that's every Dairy Queen restaurant in America, right? Everywhere <laughs> it should be over. Sorry, Chuck. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, we can't thank you enough for taking the time. We really appreciate it. Lachiserie, folks. Lachiserie. All right, all you loyal listeners. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Cameron Tuppetsby. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts. And you're listening to The Loyal Littles Podcast on WTFC Podcast Network. Welcome back to The Loyal Littles Podcast. And thank you. Why are you looking I'm eating a biscuit. I'm so <laughs> sorry. Roxy looked at me like I... And, I guess because I went and Simon's got like a mouthful of yeah, biscuit. Yeah, I, I was like, you can definitely hear the, the crunching. We're definitely the enjoying these McVitie's yeah. uh, yes. digestives. They're uh-huh. fantastic. I wasn't told to plug it. I'm genuinely just eating a delicious <laughs> chocolate digestive. So. Yeah, but they were so nice. It can't hurt to give them a few extra I, plugs. I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll plug them all day. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> so as I was saying, thank you, Mike Todd. No, not that Mike Todd, for coming on to Meet the Littles. And as we said, that was such a great way to use uh, a plug. Uh now, yeah. since then, I believe he's reached out to us and said they think they found a donor. So <gasps> that's exciting. But oh my gosh, obviously good. still look into it if you're interested. And it's such a good idea. I also actually have a dear friend from college and her husband is also seeking a kidney. So those hashtags for there is kidney for Clark, C-L-A-R-K. 
And I'll try to throw one of those links in mm -hmm. our show notes as well. Cause you know, anything we can do to spread that kind of stuff that it triggered it for me because they've been looking for a kidney for well over a year now. And they're doing all these events to try to find, find someone that someone. can match and donate. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put that in there as well, especially since we think Mike, his friend found a donor. That's yeah, so exciting. So that's amazing. anything you can do to help out their littles is always appreciated. Now, like we said, Simon's here. It's been, it's been forever. So we're going to get into a few things before we get to the emails. Uh, a couple is first, we want to talk about you got a new king. Yeah. You got a king. Right, that's right. It's been yeah. that long, Littles. Wow. I mean, we instantly had a new king. But yeah, obviously right. Now right. he's been coronated. Yes. Right. He's yeah, actually yeah. coronated. So how's <clears throat> what's going on with all that? How's that feel? He seems great. Yeah, I checked in with him yesterday and he's... <laughs> He's pretty good, you know. He's he's but he couldn't come on the podcast. He, yeah, I he did was going to try, him, but and, yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, can you imagine? That would be pretty crazy. Well, get wow. on that. I know. Well, maybe I never he's thought. A little. I never thought you'd get McVitie. If we so offer so him some McVitie's, maybe he would maybe come on. He'll be right here. He'll get us on the first plane. Uh, no, well, I actually, I went. Uh, well, I didn't. Well, go wait, wait. Let's to be clear. He doesn't have to come here. If we could just get him on the podcast, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, we could Zoom him in. We can great if he was. Zoom. Sky, I mean, Skype him Skype. in. We Skype really Skype should be in. our main sponsor. Yeah, right? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so. No, it was fine. I mean, it was terrible weather. And then I we managed to get on the mail, which is that long Wait, wait, strip. you were there? Yeah, I went over. Because it, yeah, it was, was my there. birthday, I, as yours as well. I didn't know this. And I just knew you weren't here for our birthday. By the way, Littles, his birthday is the day before Chuck's. Yeah. So yeah. we always kind of celebrate together. Yeah. No, I, I went out and I saw my family, but then also I was like, well, you know, let's let's do this. So yeah, you're here. Why so not? we went into Green Park and just as they were opening the mall, which is the, the big strip that goes along towards the palace, is when we kind of got there. And so we got in that massive throng of people and walked down. And then just as we went past the Victoria Monument, which kind of blocks your view of the balcony, there they were coming out onto the balcony. Wow. So we got really close. And funnily enough, a friend of mine was watching NBC and like saw me in the queue, in the Stop line, wow. and, and took a picture and was like, there you are. So oh yeah, it was gosh. really cool. It was I really cool. Littles, I had no idea. Otherwise, I would have tried to get him on weeks ago. <laughs> if I knew it was going to be that exciting of a story, I had no idea. Yeah. So. And then they went back in, okay. and so people started to leave. But I was like, I feel like they're going to come back out again. Encore. And they did. They came back out. And then we got <gasps> even closer. And. And like I could see him mouthing my name, Simon. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. When am I coming on the Loyal Littles podcast? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. That's, that's so really cool. Fun. Yeah. All right. Now, next. A couple weeks ago when I was seeing, you know, I just send out texts to the third wheels usually and just yeah. say, hey, have you done this? Have you done this? Simon, you were one of the first ones that responded. And I don't mean to dwell on this, but we're going to, I have some updates and some stats. Okay. But about Spider-Man. Mm -hmm. Now you were like, oh yeah, I saw it. Oh, yeah. yeah uh, I did. <laughs> Is that all you need to say about it? <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want me to say about well, it? Well, <laughs> I'm just, we just curious how someone, one of our Meet the Littles guests brought it up. So we were like, oh, I'm going to go with this. Because I figured most of us being in the business or whatever, we've seen it or we know about it, obviously. Because it's, you know, historic. It really is. I almost nailed it. Almost. As Chuck does frequently. <laughs> But it was the longest preview period in Broadway history. They had 182 performances as previews. Oh, my gosh. That's yeah. insane, Littles. I know that might not mean a lot to the Littles, but that's just insane. I mean, most shows don't even run Was the original cast even still in it when yeah. they officially opened? Well, no, because well, some of them got hurt, I yeah. believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. Yeah. So um, it was the longest preview period in Broadway history. And I think I said $100 million. It was actually... It says, turn off the dock is the most expensive Broadway production in history with a budget of $75 million. Wow. So again, I was Still, close. Wow. I was close. So it's, it was a disaster financially. And so when you saw it, what did you think about it? I mean, did you see it just once? I think I did just see it once. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was, well, you know, I don't know if I want to record it as to what my opinion is, but it was very interesting. <laughs> very interesting. the director's going to like hear this? And uh, like, oh, and I'm like, like blacklisted <laughs> forever. No, I mean, I'm pretty, it's pretty well established what people thought of it. It, yeah. it definitely... You watch it and you realize how many people were involved because it just felt so disjointed. Yeah. It's like the biggest thing. Like you could see where like, oh, this is where they fired this director or this is where they did this. Yeah. And then it's oh, like, no. but they kept this random element that doesn't really make any sense. Right. I yeah. mean, as a spectacle, to see Spider-Man going around the theater. Oh, from the balcony swinging down yeah. to the stage and stuff. Like, that's that's cool. what you're going for, really. Right. You know? Yeah. 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 So. Yep. Absolutely. So. Mm. All right. Well, I guess we could do an RIP Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. Again. Uh, again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the last thing I want to talk about real quick is, before we get to the emails, is 
It's definitely the end of another season of many TV shows. Mm-hmm. Roxy and I put a cap on Survivor. We haven't gone into that really hardly at all because we yeah, know right. not too many listeners. Right. Uh, it was kind of fun. I have to be honest. We got a Twitter private message from Rick Devins yeah. the day of the finale, which yeah. was kind of fun. Yep. Uh, it's been fun kind of keeping in touch with him, and, and sure. he nailed it. Shout out Rick Devins, episode 200. He actually, I can contest, he nailed it. He picked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came in a close second. I will say that because I jokingly, <laughs> it was funny, I jokingly said, that, well, it's probably one of these three, which means Heidi will actually win. Which right. She was like a very long shot. Right. Uh, but she came out of nowhere at the very end in the mm-hmm. final episode and yeah. almost won the she whole thing. Got, she got one vote. She got one. And so the other, there's three people in the final. The other person got no votes. Right. And then Everyone the winner, else. winner got the rest mm-hmm. of the votes. So anyway, and it was Jam Jam. Jam Jam. If, for those yep. of you who even care and listen. But <laughs> uh, it, was, it was actually a good season. It was actually a good oh, season. Oh, I loved it. I had a good time watching it. Now, the bad part about season finales, though, is that some of them just piss you off. That's a reality show, oh, so that's something yeah. different. Mm-hmm. So you didn't even see this one, did I you? Haven't. You don't mm-hmm. watch Young Sheldon, do you? No. Okay. No. I, I, I won't go too much into this, but it just pissed me off because it's like, these shows are supposed to be comedies, right? Yeah. I hate when comedies, and oh, they're dramatic. always a comedy, they turn to the dramatic side. And especially when you end, you can have some dramatic points to the show, mm-hmm. but to like try to leave it on like a cliffhanger, it's not even really a cliffhanger, but it's just, they ended the season. Now, it is coming back, but they ended the season on this like horrible dramatic... Downer. Spoiler, it's, it's, it's over a week old. I think I can talk about it. But yeah, they end up having like a tornado rip through the town, and one of the main characters' houses is just destroyed... And that's how the episode ends with her sitting on, like, what was the front porch stoop. I mean, everything's just gone. Yeah. And they're, like, sifting through just the Stuff. remains. And that's how it ends. Hmm. And I'm like, what? Like, I just... I just Save the drama for your llama. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> we are also excited because some of the se- seasons are not over yet, but coming close. Now, we've all seen... We're all caught up with Ted Lasso. Yes. yes. Okay. Yes. Now, Ted Lasso has one more episode left for this season. Now, there are rumors that this is it. I right. think it is, right? I thought this was it. Well, that's what we heard. But now if you look closely on the notes for next week, it does say season, season. finale. It, it does say not say series, series finale. Right. So, But we've also heard that there's rumors that it's not ending. Right. Like, how can oh, you right. Or I mean, like maybe somebody show. else will pick it up. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, where are your thoughts with where it is now? So, I mean, it kind of has to end, doesn't it? Based on what I assume is going to happen in the next episode. I guess. Well, do you want to try to predict? Because I don't, I have no well, idea. Are we allowed to predict? Yeah. Yeah, why not? We're not we're we don't know. Well, we're not in the writer's room. Well, I would imagine that he's going to uh, quit and go home, right? Okay, but well, that, we there's th- true. They're going to probably win. They're going to be Rupert's team, which is who? Well, no, they're already not there beating Rupert's team because it's Man City and... Oh, and, right, right, right. Um, oh, so they can't play against Redding. each other? They can't play against... Richmond, sorry. Um, Richmond can't play against... No, they could... I don't know who they're playing against, but in terms of the way they've structured of how many points there are, it was that there were four points off of Man City, right? And then they beat Man City in that last... Right. Simon, this is why you're here, because I have and no idea what you're talking it's about. between them... Basically, there's one point in it between them and Man City to win the title. Oh. So I don't think West Ham are in the conversation anymore. Oh. Oh, and, okay. And maybe I've, since that's the Wonder Kid... The thing that pisses me off about this whole thing is the Wonder Kid, as they mm-hmm. call him, now all of a sudden he's welcomed back into their lives. He was such a prick. Right. And I don't well, understand. It's forgiveness, isn't it? Oh, come on. It man. is. Second chances, like Beardy said to him. Second uh, chances. I just, I don't. I and don't. once he, once he got away from. He was a prick. He was, yes. He was, yes. And it's like. And he, he's apologized for it. Like, is uh, apologizing for it. Yeah. I guess, but. And he feels bad and he wants to come so back. Chuck and doesn't like a good redemption story. Uh, well, I guess no. not. I mean, I do, but not with that guy. He just yeah. pissed me off. And yeah. I wish I could remember the actor's name. He's going to be in New York next week. He is. Yeah, oh, he's really? going to yeah. be at Town Hall mm-hmm. for one night. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I just don't really, I don't know. It really just kind of made me mad. And you're right. Now that the last episode ended with her just saying, I, your son, her, mm-hmm. his mom came to visit and she says, your son misses you. Right. So maybe you're right, Simon. Yeah. Well, and then could, the last scene is him saying to the boss, like, I've got something to tell you, basically. Right. right. Yeah, and that is just that yeah. one. So really. I'm sure it's that, yeah. like, peace out after now, the season. Yeah. All right, we're going to go out on a limb here. Roxy had a, and I agree with her, okay, about we kind of were hoping and thought maybe he was going to hook up with the owner. With Rebecca. With Rebecca. What? 
I don't know. I you just that's what he was coming to tell us. No, 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 no. no, no. But, but I mean, in general, in we thought that was going to be a storyline. Oh. Yeah, in I'm, season one, I'm I glad thought, they didn't go there because that's too. That, in I season am, one, it felt like that was going to go that way, and it was just too predictable. In mm. a way, I'm glad it's not. But, but also, it was like Ross and Rachel. It was I like do all think the, you, you want to see these two people get together. They would be such a power couple. Series. But yeah, I also yeah. like the growth that the two of them have had, and the fact that they've always been there for each other as friends, like super platonic, and just kind of to see that dynamic happen and not take it any further i'm like okay yeah, i he doesn't like okay. it I yeah i i no, I'm, I, I, I'm okay I, with great. this i like that it's not gone that way i think <laughs> you know littles we have you to blame for all this because i don't even know if i would have well i probably would have known but you know i mean remember when bob sent us the apple gift yes, card just, just so we would so start we watching start ted watching. lasso <laughs> mm-hmm. he literally did he sent yeah. us a gift card yeah like here it's on me start yeah. watching ted lasso no but i love it and i love the relationship between roy and jamie yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's been nice. Yeah. And yeah. I like that they sing Baby Shark as Jamie Tart. Do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> but funny. Anyway, all right, that's our series season finales. I mean, yeah. I got to be honest, going back to Survivor, this is the first time, I can't believe I'm saying this. Rick Devins, if you are listening, please forgive me. But this is like one of the first times I've, after I saw the previews for season 45, which because it's kind of like, you know, a, a roundish, roundish number, I guess yeah. I would say. I thought they were going to do something special. They're just retooling the same thing as the last three or four right. seasons. There's no like gimmick, like There's fans no gimmick. versus favorites right. or anything like that. Well, families coming together right. and playing together. I'm really disappointed. It might be the first time I'm like, I'll watch, but if the f- after like the first four episodes, I'm not into it, I might not watch I anymore. I'll still watch it. I don't know. I'm, I got to be honest. It's the first time I'm actually saying that it's gone in a direction that I just don't love. And it's just, it's not, yeah. I was really hoping for a fun gimmick of, oh, like, we'll let's bring back out. some returning players. It's been five years, sure. you know, kind of thing. I am glad that the one guy who got ev- um, who five had seasons, I should got say. evacuated for medical yes, yes. after the first he's episode. I'm yeah. glad he's coming back. Yeah. So that'll so be anyway. good for him. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our emails before we get out of Oof. here, shall we? Let's start with your dad. Should we start with that? Yeah. Okay. This I thought was funny because we always have a fun Pepsi Coke banter. Like your mom's so sweet. She always makes sure there's Pepsi in the house when I come to visit. Yeah. So he actually wrote in and said, so I'll let you know the circumstances under which I will drink Pepsi instead of Coke. Today I found out that the soda vending machine in my office charges $1 and the cafeteria charges $1.65. You guessed it. Pepsi is in the vending machine and Coke is in the cafeteria. The ultimate rule for me is money overrules all of the rules. (laughs) So... (laughs) Yep. And then we got a nice, uh, have you ever heard of Norwegian Soft Kitten, the band? Simon? I haven't. They said, we so appreciate you playing us and using the promo we sent in. Thanks a bunch. We're listening to earlier episodes, sometimes picking an episode at random, sometimes going back to the very beginning and listening to the episodes in order. And we've been listening to all the new episodes as they're released. We're totally digging the show. Cool. So I thought that was really cool. Cool. Norwegian Soft Kitten. Now. The reason I bring that one up specifically is that was on our guest book. Now, ah. Dean and Damascus, if you're listening, I don't know what we do here. Uh, I also got a notification that our guest book is full. <gasps> we have no more pages to fill out, I guess is how they word it. Something like that. So, of What do course, we do? Well, this is the gimmick. is It's run out for the free version. Now we can pay uh, to oh. get it. Right, 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 right. So I really hate to delete pages of the guest book. Especially delete. we've got like Adam Ferrara can in there. We, we've got some bigs in there. Can then. we print it and then Maybe. delete it and then and then this way more people can delete, sign and up and then we can put a nice little like scrapbook together. I don't know, it's not, but not a bad idea. Maybe we'll try idea. that. Like, we'll f- we'll figure out something because we want more people to sign the guest yes. book. That's always great. So. All right, Roxy, you got the next one, right? Yep, we heard from Tim Cree, episode 107. The horse named Red Root One. That's a reference to the movie The Hunt for Red October. RR1 is a course that Russian submarines go through, a trench along the ocean floor that the Russians have precisely measured so they can escape or cover distance. I don't know if the horse was named that specifically for the movie or the preceding novel, but it is the same name. Okay, that's going back to our Preakness yes. picks, mm-hmm. which I believe Chuck had that. Now, my favorite thing is someone wrote or tweeted that Roxy had. I'm like, uh, I think you mean Chuck had that. So I'm the one that picked the Preakness winner, just for the record. Just throwing that out there. Okay. Now, perhaps I should have started with this one. And the reason why Ritz is not here and Simon is, is for this very reason. Okay. I'm just kidding. But it said, this is from Claire Natola, episode uno, as I put it. I was listening to Saturday's episode in the car. Suddenly, as I was sitting at a red light, I started hearing sirens. 
The intersection I was at was the crossing of three heavily traveled roads in a densely populated area. And the streets at 8 and 11, from my point of view, meaning on the steering wheel, were not very visible due to a property fence and some trees. I was trying desperately to figure out which of six directions the emergency vehicle was coming from. (laughs) So I would know if I had to get out of the way. Uh I paused the podcast to hear the sirens better. And wouldn't you know it? The sirens disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) I'll bet you had a devil of a time trying to tamp down the background noise in the editing process of that episode. (laughs) Tell me, was it you or Ritz who may have had a neighbor murdered the other day? Oh, no. (laughs) Claire Natola, episode one. Yeah. Ritz has this problem. He can't control the background noise outside his apartment, which is surprising because he lives pretty high up. How dare he not be able to control it? So from now on, I'm sorry, Ritz, you got to come over to the studio like Simon is. We didn't say you're in studio, but he's here. Well, we did say he's sharing the biscuits or the the digestives with us. So, yeah. So, Ritz, yeah, we got to figure that out or we got to get him a mute button or something (laughs) because it was a devil of a time, as she put it, editing all that crap out. It was, and I still obviously didn't do a very good job because you could still hear it it was annoying the hell out of me but you know we love ritz and love having him on the podcast but we got to figure that out but i think he had a great time when he came to visit here oh yeah we're gonna Mm -hmm. just make sure that happens yep and speaking of ritz simon you have the next one right yeah this is from steve osbolt episode duo (laughs) two Um, dos dos says ritz wants to know how thomas edison came up with so many inventions simple he had a bunch of guys working for him and took credit for everything. Oh, yeah. throwing well, down. That seems to, yeah, I could believe that. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then one of my favorites, Chuck and Roxy. OMG. I think I was more excited hearing my name drop during the Tom Hart episode than my actual episode. And you got it mostly right as far as which his fandom. So yep. he said, still excited in Pittsburgh, Joe Magnu, episode 70. Nice. So that's fun. Now, for those of you, I saw this posted on our Twitter page too a little bit. Tom had a little bit of an incident in a recent game he was doing. And luckily, I think most people are laughing about it because I do think it was obviously an innocent mistake. But as soon as I saw the headline, SEC commentator, play-by-play announcer, blah, 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 I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. And sure enough, it was Tom Hart that had the little blunder uh, happens. And if you open the article and read it, it actually goes into, I think it was his fourth game of the day or something like that. So, you know, it happens. It's not, it can't be as easy as this where Chuck, if we say something, we'll just edit it out. So, you know, that's (laughs) why those live play-by-play guys, you got to give them props. Got to give them props. A lot of talent. Not an easy job at all. So, Anyway, Simon, thank you so much for coming thank back. Thank you for I having hope you enjoyed me. The, yeah. the I love the biscuits. This is a delightful the time. The McVitie's Digestives. Yes. Last yeah. plug. Um, <laughs> well, we'll plug them more when we have them. But yeah, that was really sweet of them to send those. And I'm glad we got to save them for you. And then maybe someday we'll get the king on here himself. Yes. I think Work so. Work on the king. I think I will, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll reach out. That would be yeah. the ultimate Christmas episode, I think. He's a little busy around that time of year. But, uh, okay. you know, yeah. All right. Well, we can record early and then just play it. True. Yeah. true, <laughs> anyway, true. So, all right. Let's get out of here, you two. Uh, Roxy, tell everyone how they can get in touch with us. Go to our website, loyallittlespod.com. Everything's there. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, including our link for Jingle Fest. And maybe pause on the guest book for now until yeah. we can figure it out. We'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Absolutely. And also, if you do listen to us on iTunes and Apple, don't forget to give us a nice rate and review over there. That's where you can go. That would be even more helpful than a oh, yeah. guest book, actually, because mm-hmm. that gives us some prominence when people do Google searches and things like that. Yep. So, And as always, also, don't forget, if you need a book, any book, well, not any book, but they have a search engine there. You go search, go to Aaron'sBooks.com. And don't forget to put our code LLPOD in the comment section at checkout at checkout for your 15 percent off. They will take it off the bill. Matter of fact, we just got a nice note. I think it was from Dina. Uh, who said she did that, and he wrote a really nice response Mm -hmm. saying, hey, nice to see another Loyal Little making a purchase or something like that. It was really nice. He really, they personalize it, which is nice for us Loyal Little. So it's really nice and very generous to give us the 15% off. Yep. We really appreciate it. Once again, thank you, Mike Todd, for coming on to Meet the Littles and Simon for being back. Oh, my God. Absolute pleasure. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah. And as always, don't forget, if you are out shopping online tonight, Don't forget to use the code, which is LLP, LLPod. Damn it. (laughs) Bye. Reese's.
there when you go gliding by I'll be there though I don't know why I'll be there honey even though you've done me wrong I'll be there when those nights are cold draping your shoulder like some old make store I'll be there honey even though you've done me wrong Done me wrong, giving me the eye Kissed my cheek and then you said goodbye Brushed me off like an old horse fly Don't give me no reason, but still I try I'll be there nipping at your heels I'll be there with a Love that's real I'll be there, honey Even though you've done me wrong is produced by the WTFC Podcast Network and edited by Louis B. Crocco. And the Loyal Littles podcast logo is designed and drawn by Eric Lonergan. And Nike, I could see him mouthing my name. Simon. Oh, yeah.